Jordan. Ian. Who was picking some flowers, picked the wrong one's little brother, and now has a fight with a rosebush called Mike tomorrow? Jackie Chan? No. Two guys. What? To be honest, Jackie Chan would be the best candidate for a fight with a bunch of flowers. That is true. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 26 of Two Guys What's Up, the weekly comedy podcast where two guys rip up a dictionary, make paper mache out of it, throw it at a wall, and make content out of whatever falls off first. My name is Ian, and I am joined by the guy who is patient enough to spend 10 years teaching me how to kiss like a champ, Jordan. Jordan, in one word, how are you? I'm good, because I've got all this kissing practice. <laughs> Great, now all that bollocks is out of the way. Jordan, what do you think of all the recent UFO leaks and information that has been relayed from the US government? There's loads, isn't there? There's so many. There is, there's tons coming out. I'm not someone that is trying to make people do certain things, but if you're not already on TikTok, set up a false email and just go for it, because there are so many daily uploads for these UFO sightings. Yeah. It's crazy. Make sure it's a false email, because you don't want the men in black knowing your your email address that is true i have split thoughts on it to be honest and uh, i'll explain why uh, with a few points and questions that i'd like you to have a little think about and see what see what you think about it all okay so my first point with the rise of ai how can we genuinely believe that all these videos that are being released are actually real because like ai has come a crazy distance recently and it could just literally be being put out to back up their points if that makes sense yeah i guess i mean where do you draw the line though <laughs> you could say that about anything well yeah but i mean like if somebody showed me an ai generated video of a cat playing with some yarn i'd probably be like yeah that's cool whatever like i don't care if that's real or not but because the government are trying to tell us that aliens are real and they're going here's these videos look at all these you know that makes me kind of raise an eyebrow and go okay fair enough yeah i mean you could see both ways couldn't you i do feel like there's been such a massive shift so recently because i mean when i was a kid ufos were kind of not taboo but sort of looked at as being generally a bit of a silly thing yeah, yeah. almost a conspiracy piled into that genre if you like absolutely yeah whereas now it seems accepted yeah well that's the thing i think that's what they're trying to do i mean like i'm jumping ahead of my points here but it, it does kind of seem like they're trying to make it a more generally accepted thing and that's kind of scary with all these videos that are coming out like, why are they not being met with scepticism that they once used to be? Like, not just from the Joe public, but even people investigating normally used to say, like, oh, this is very interesting, you know, we can't rule out it's fake, but it's very compelling. But even nowadays, it's just like, did you see this one? Whoa, yeah, that's mad, and it's definitely real. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to believe it's true, because I think we're boxing ourselves into a corner by saying that we're the only meaningful life form in the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is the fact that why the hell are the government just being like, oh, yeah, by the way, we've lied to you for decades, <laughs> but here's all the information. And not only that, but we've also given whistleblowers complete anonymity. You know, they can just come out and tell you all the information they want with no fear and no repercussions. We can't touch them. It's like they're giving too much it's just it's just a bit odd okay is that actually what they're effectively saying then yeah yeah they've passed a bill now i think that's the correct term but the whistleblowers can now come forward even if they go back on their ndas right so they tell things that aren't supposed to be public knowledge they cannot be reprimanded for it mm, interesting okay it's, it's, it's just fight it's like overkill it's like have you ever heard that thing where you're trying to catch somebody in a lie you ask them a question and if they give too much information you can kind of tell they're lying because they're, they're 
they're trying to like pile it on with the facts to make it believable yes yeah so it kind of just rings a little too common to that like so they're like i mean they've lied to you for decades i mean since roswell at the very earliest and and now they're just like here's all the information we have crafts we have back engineered technology oh by the way anyone else that wants to come out just just yeah it's fine just tell them just say everything that's out there just let everyone know it's all good <laughs> yeah i guess but okay so if that is your point what do you think of that do you are you implying that you think they're still lying about it or well i'm skeptical uh some other people who are interested on the topic have said that it could be a distraction so either say something like i mean it sounds crazy to say it sounds absolutely madness to say it out loud but i mean this is the whole point of it you know you, you talk about ufos you're instantly labeled a nut but what if the government have knowledge of an interplanetary galactic war that's coming right and they've been trying to drip feed us these little bits but now all of a sudden they're like oh shit something's coming better just lay it on thick right okay so your real concern is that you're about to meet the greys <laughs> well uh, not in any short term of words yes essentially <laughs> But um, th- there's a few other a few other things. I mean, like, it could just be a massive disinformation campaign or a distraction. I mean, like, when have we ever trusted the government as, as a collective? When have the government ever said, oh, yeah, we're going to do this for you? And they've actually, like, gone through with it and actually done something which has benefited humankind? All the time. Oh, I absolutely, mean... yeah. No, uh, <laughs> British government right now is absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like current prime minister, thrice removed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just absolutely mad. It's like it's either disinformation, so they're just lying. I think the the guy who was interviewed, I, can't remember, I think his name was uh, Grush. Grush. Okay, I can't remember his name, but um, he said I think in his his very first sentence, oh yeah, there is a massive disinformation campaign running in the background, and it's kind of like he's saying that, like dangling it in front of you. It's like here's here's what it actually is, but you know, making you believe the lie. So just run that by me again. So in, in what way? So like, um, say I really loved doing coke. We we've had this episode before. We have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've given it up, right? But let's just say I absolutely love doing coke. And I came to meet you and you were like, hey, Ian, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, yeah, mate, I'm great. Definitely wasn't out last night doing a shit ton of coke, you know, even yeah. though I was you know so it's like he's saying oh yeah there's a massive disinformation campaign running in the background of everything but then like that's the actual truth and he's kind of saying that just to, like rub the public's face like you're watching me you believe in what i'm saying and i've literally just said the truth right there in the second sentence do you think almost like a, a double bluff yeah yeah it just kind of seems a bit i don't feel like i can 100 percent jump behind it because it, it also seems like i mean everyone in the ufo community and I, I, I can't say everyone because there are some people who feel the same way i do but it's like they haven't trusted the government for years and then all of a sudden they're like okay ufos exist we have technology blah 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 and then everyone in the ufo community just goes told you thank you right i'm gonna right yep that's exactly what i've been saying for years and i just take it yeah they don't just all of a sudden step back and go hang on a minute why are you telling me that you know you, you, your whole mo is kind of that you don't don't tell me stuff like that and now all of a sudden it's all coming out like you've released the floodgates yeah and i know what you're saying as if there's some ulterior motive behind it but at the same time you can't win <laughs> <laughs> so well, like, no, you know, well, well, that's the whole point about keeping vigilant yourself. You know, yeah. you don't just take whatever you're told. You know, just think about it. You know, take whatever information you want, come to your own conclusion. So, so that's just where I stand. Mm. But my last point I want to raise to you is: why would the government be releasing all of this sort of stuff with the backlash they're going to receive, and so many questions that they're going to have to answer, for, like all the lies, the secrets, the cover-ups, the potential men in blackening people into an eternal sleep that they've done, which they're going to have to own up to, and 
apologize for. Yes. And pay for, you know, and, and the, the lawsuits they're going to have from people being like, my partner said he saw a UFO and then some guy came and shot him, right? So give me lots of money. Right. <laughs> but again, where do you draw the line? Um, around my bunker. Oh, is that what you call it today? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I've always sort of believed that maybe don't want to call them aliens, but something out there exists more than we do. And oh yeah, definitely believe that. I'm not not debating that. It's all the government side of things I'm I'm mm. confused about and more more wary of. Yeah, I get that. I guess at the moment I'm just not thinking in that way. I'm sort of more like, yeah, that's kind of cool, actually. They finally admitted to it. I know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I guess I'm just trying to celebrate a small win rather than, you Well, know. it won't be a small win when they use this information against you and you're sat naked on a table getting your balls probed by Smargdor the Great. Oh, it's been my dream. <laughs> well, let's bring him in! <laughs> There's three doors. <laughs> don't, don't hurt my brain anymore. It's too late for that. Behind two is a goat, behind one is <laughs> Crabladore's brother. <laughs> He's come for a visit, Crabladore's in the audience. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to see him, it's been so long. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of it, really, but I don't share the same cynicism at this point, but that very likely will change. I absolutely just feel... So sinister of it. Anyway. Yeah, so just happy to get your view on that. So aside from that, and we will uh, obviously keep ourselves updated and have a little bit of chat about that in future. Also, it sounds like we're very behind, but this information was just kind of released. We're just recording like a couple weeks ahead. So absolutely, don't think we're stupid. Well, I mean, you can do, and that would be rightly so, but still. <laughs> yeah, but please don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're not actually behind the times like it seems. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, John, into the good stuff. What are you going into today? Today, you know when restaurants get a really bad review? I do. Well, I've compiled a bunch of restaurant responses. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that I think are brilliant. That will be my topic today. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> but what have you got coming up today then? Well, Jordan, let me answer your question with a question. Uh, right. If I mention the name David Icke to you, does that conjure any feelings, emotions, any ideas on what the topic that I might be talking to you about today is? I really like David Icke, actually. Oh, so you you might know potentially okay what do you think uh, it could be anything i mean he speaks about a lot of things including um cashless societies uh, obviously true. covid was a big one mm-hmm. um uh, vaccine i mean you name it he probably spoke about it okay perfect you haven't you haven't mentioned it yet so i'll uh, i'll leave you in suspense until i get there okay david ike born on april 29th 1952 in leicester england is a former british sports presenter author and conspiracy theorist Ooh. but the subject of today is not david ike himself but i bring him up because he is a giant proponent of the reptilian elite conspiracy uh, okay that's right jordan today as promised at the end of last week's show i am going to be tackling our first conspiracy the reptilian elite perfect (laughs) (laughs) okay so ike had a successful career as a football presenter sports broadcaster however his life took a significant turn in the early 1990s when he experienced what he described as a spiritual awakening whilst visiting a psychic healer in england okay didn't know this this experience combined with his already established interest in new age spiritualism and alternate theories led him down the path of exploring unconventional ideas and delving into the realm of conspiracy theories okay so in 1991 ike published his first book the truth vibration 
vibrations, which explored his newfound spiritual beliefs and ideas about a coming global transformation. However, it was his 1999 book, The Biggest Secret, that catapulted him into the realm of conspiracy theory stardom. In this book, Ike introduced the concept of the reptilian elite, proposing that an extraterrestrial reptilian species controlled humanity from behind the scenes. Uh, okay it's like they say royalty don't they the royal family don't do you need to stop your jumping ahead young man sorry we will get there okay <laughs> okay god <laughs> i'll strap myself in don't you make me start taking time off your life again <laughs> i'll be in minus at some point i'll just <laughs> die halfway through this recording <laughs> yeah halfway through <laughs> hey buddy what would you do that <laughs> <laughs> And what do you think about UFOs, Jordan? <laughs> Ike's book claimed that these reptilian beings, often referred to as Archons or Anunnaki, had infiltrated positions of power and were responsible for manipulating world events and suppressing human consciousness. He suggested that these beings could shapeshift, taking on human form, and seamlessly blend in and exert their influence over humanity covertly. So, Jordan, what are your thoughts right now on this? Straight out the gate, tell me, tell me. Um, I don't know, really. Do you think that there is some kind of reptilian elite that is controlling us from behind the scenes? To be honest, it's something that I've never really considered as being something I could get behind. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way, but it, it boggles my mind how he can believe it so deeply. He, he genuinely just believes this is true. Yeah, I suppose something to say is that quite a lot of what he said, I mean, we're talking maybe, I don't know, 20 years ago, is coming true or has come true. Yeah. And it does make you think that, unless it's a Baba Vanga kind of thing, yeah. where she's going to spout so much that some of it's going to stick, then maybe there is something to it. So what you're saying is, he said a load of stuff 99% you know a win rate is, is good so the 1% the reptilian elite is completely way off could be right right well uh, hold on to your horses because I'm pretty sure I'm going to convince you okay alright I'm just waiting for the government TikToks at this point <laughs> what like monitoring you <laughs> no <laughs> no telling us about this reptilian elite oh right yeah <laughs> while they're doing UFOs new message from the government David I was right here's uh, <laughs> Prince Philip as a lizard just waving <laughs> with this big lizard head in oh. a suit some like really long wavy tongue yeah like i imagine him like you know like, take a tape falling him stood up on the back of a car being driven along the streets like bah, bah, like <laughs> hitting at people waving do you reckon he'd still be clothed possibly still smart yeah i mean to see a naked reptilian you know that's like two things at once you're like what a reptilian holy shit and he's naked yeah reptilian dick well it's a bit a bit uh, too many things at once okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, don't want to be blowing people's minds too much. Exactly. There'd be someone out there that'd want to ride that reptilian dick right oh, there, and God. then wouldn't there? Probably me. <laughs> The other thing as well, though, right? If that was the case, and mm -hmm. this was true, mm -hmm. that these... It's true. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that these reptilian elite things, beings... Aliens, yeah. ...are part of us. Well, I don't think them not wearing any clothes is, is going to be the terrifying part of that. That's probably very true, yeah. <laughs> what if there's, like, reptilians listen to this and they're like, Hey, that idiot wants to check us. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to wake up with reptilian, horny reptilians in my bedroom. Oh, God. What do you think a reptilian STI is? Scaly dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For a second there, I thought you said scale your dick, and I was getting excited. <laughs> Calm down, Jordan. There's still time to go. Jumping ahead again, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sexy bit comes later. <laughs> 
So David Icke has made various accusations regarding public figures he believes to be reptilian shapeshifters. Some of the notable individuals that Icke has accused of being part of the reptilian elite include the royal family, including Prince Philip, George W. Bush, Bill and Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama. And Jordan, I actually did a bit of digging into this, and I have found that these people that Icke have named are actually presenting themselves under different names to the public. So just quickly, Jordan, I'm going to tell you their names that are actually written on these people's, in inverted commas, birth certificates. Okay. Prince Philip, his real name is Prince Philizip. Is that real? Why is there a Liz in there in the middle? Is that because it's short for lizard, maybe? So how is that being spelled? P-H-I-L-I-Z, Z-I-P, Philizip. That's really weird. Well, hold on to your hat, because we're not finished yet. So George W. Bush, his real name is George L. Bush. Okay, right, I get you. Stands for Louis. Possibly, yeah, Louis the Lizard. That's his nickname in the Lizard Army. Bill and Hillary Clinton, their actual surname is Lizard. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, their name is actually... Bill and Hillary Lizard. <laughs> that can't be real. And and listen to the, the final one. Barack Obama's real name, Barack the Lizard. <laughs> so I think it's pretty safe to say they're hiding something from us. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You you're having me on, surely? No, that's dead true. That Jordan. I um googled it and everything. I didn't just write it myself. <laughs> no. God. Like Abraham. <laughs> Abraham Lizard. Yeah, so pretty freaky stuff, eh? Yeah, that's odd. So outside of Ike, who else has been accused? Katy Perry, Bill Gates, Greta Thunberg, Joe Biden, and the only one I can actually believe and get behind, which makes this theory not 100% right-offable for me, is Mark Lizard Boy Zuckerberg. <laughs> he is so weird. He is very strange. His mannerisms are all sorts of wrong. One time I saw him on TV and he was like green and stuff, and he was like, had a big long gob and he was like, bah, at people. And um, He was naked as well, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, yeah, just swinging his big old lizard truncheon. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> protecting these eggs that he had and he was like uh, I think he said something along the lines of don't take my lizard babies I'll rule you all not quite sure what that means no, feel free know. to speculate in the comments was that during the meta press release it was yeah he was like I'll show you my real form ah, you know then he started swinging knocking people out it's a horrible time. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds horrendous. But all this sounds mad, right? Yeah, not half. <laughs> well, imagine that these beings are real, standing a staggering height of around 15 feet, resembling what we know as reptiles, originating from outer space, having clandestinely infiltrated our planet. Over time, they gradually seized control of our governments and entertainment industry with the sinister intent of enslaving the human race. Through their manipulation, the orchestrating conflicts and propagate mindless entertainment, ensuring our perpetual distraction and subservience. Which sounds about right, doesn't it? I guess so. Assuming this is real, yeah, that sounds about right. Well, it is real, and the lizards are doing it. So, get on board, Jordan. Open your mind and prepare yourself for the incoming lizard dick. Oh, God. (laughs) My my mind is the only thing I am opening. Lube yourself up, Jordan. (laughs) Get prepared. That's awful. (laughs) Especially if they're in proportion, if they're 15 feet tall, man. Oh, yeah. That's going to be what, like... Well, so I'm six foot, so that's, what, two inches, so put that to 15 feet. So that's got to be at least five inches. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's madness. Huge, I couldn't imagine such a thing. <laughs> Only thing bigger than that would be Donkey Kong. He's a lizard as well. Is he? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, confirmed, Donkey Kong lizard. Is David Icke too? Maybe. He's, he's the one that, like, went away from the, the lizard cabal, and he's, like, coming to warn humans. I mean, he could do it in a simpler way, and just pull off his David Icke head and be like... Blah! 
<laughs> Do you think that that's how they'd introduce themselves? <laughs> yeah. Blah, I'm a lizard. <laughs> and welcome onto the stage, David Icke. Woo! Hey, guys, welcome to my talk. By the way, I'm a lizard. Blah, whips out his 15-foot lizard dick and starts swinging it helicoptering at the crowd. <laughs> right, I've got a question for you. Hit me. How on earth do you propose that these 15-foot beings are in the five-foot-odd human forms? In the, the skins of humans? Yeah. They can shape-shift, Jordan. Are you not listening? Ah, uh, right, okay. So they wouldn't really just, like, pull the David Icke head off, would they? They'd just change. Oh, yeah, well, that's a very good point. It's not like fancy dress, and they're like, oh, every night, thank f- I got out of that and my back was aching. Stepping out of it like, oh, man, I've been hunched over for like nine hours. <laughs> yeah. I had to do this talk. I had to address the public and I'm, oh. Yeah. His wife's like, oh, you've had a hard day, darling. Let me rub your back. It's like, oh, cheers, Gerbag. Oh, yeah, just get right to the bottom. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a long reach. Yeah. <laughs> But the other thing, right, do you reckon if, if they are about to talk to the public, mm-hmm. say Bush is just there about to address the nation and is running a little bit behind and he puts his costume on back to front, it's like, oh, for f***'s <laughs> sake. I guess he'd just walk backwards, wouldn't he? <laughs> yep. His knees and his legs would be all the opposite way. Bending, yeah, bending all the wrong way. <laughs> he'd be sort of limboing to the podium. <laughs> Best way to do it. <laughs> Oh, sorry, this is totally off topic now, but it just reminds me, I've got a friend of mine who's in Sweden. Yeah. He's a magician too, actually. And he explained to me that when he was a baby, he had an issue with <laughs> with his knees because his knees were inverted. What? So when he was lying down as a baby, his knees were upright, his legs... <laughs> It's like a running joke now, and I've got videos that I uh, edited and stuff to make it look like his knees are still like that, and they're just kicking around. <laughs> he's nearly whacking himself in his face. So your friend's a skinwalker, is that what you're telling me? With his forward-bending knees wandering around the woods at night in Sweden. Oh, I'm wiping tears. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh. Okay, so while I said David Icke was one of the first to popularise this theory, it's not a new thing. So let's back up a sec. The reptilian elite are believed to be an advanced race of reptilian beings hailing from the Alpha Draconis star system. They arrived on Earth in ancient times, and according to this theory, they infiltrated the government and ancient civilizations with the purpose of enslaving humans and assuming control over them. Through inbreeding humans, they sought to introduce their DNA to the human population, enabling them to manipulate and control humanity more effectively. This alleged reptilian DNA would make humans dumber, slower, and weaker, rendering them easier to control, which obviously didn't work, because I think it's safe to say, and Jordan, I'm sure you'll agree with me, that I am one of the smartest, fastest, strongest people alive today, and let's face it, probably ever. But if these attributes are something to be a key indicator of lizard inferiors, then I know who I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Not mentioning any names or anything, but he's a co-host, and his name rhymes with Smagical Flawed. I uh, don't know who that could be. Sounds like a weirdo. Yeah, he is. He's a lizard-eat creep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Supporters of this theory point to several pieces of evidence, such as the resemblance between early stage developing embryos in reptiles and humans, as well as the presence of brain structures known as the reptilian brain controlling primal functions. Mm. However, these similarities could be attributed to our shared evolutionary history with reptiles as early inhabitants of Earth, but obviously that's bollocks because, as we all know, it's just because you grand boofed a lizard. Boofed a lizard. <laughs> that's not an image that I ever want. <laughs> Big horny lizard. <laughs> it will infect your population. Give it to me, crab snatch. <laughs> Make me your lizard slot. <laughs> so much I could say, but I don't really want to go down that path. Okay, right. So let's let's just move on, shall we? Take me, daddy lizard. <laughs> Disgusting. Yes. So, nowadays, a famous piece of evidence often cited is a video clip allegedly showing pop star Justin Bieber's eyes shifting all reptile-like. Theorists argue that such moments capture instances where the reptilian being's true forms momentarily surface. However, idiots, or should I say skeptics, counter that by saying such occurrences could be attributed to camera glitches or some bullshit. Like, whatever, it's 2023. iPhone cameras are fucking mint. Yeah, I don't miss the days of sort of 2008, when everything on YouTube was a potato. I've just told you Justin Bieber's a lizard and you're going to talk to me about iPhone cameras. Yeah, it's really important, especially when you get calls from the dead and the battery lasts ages. <laughs> God, yeah, I know. <laughs> Reception's shit, though. So, there is little scientific evidence to support the reptilian elite theory. Oh, you don't say. Hang on, wait, I'm not finished. You wait a sec. It enjoys a significant following, with millions of believers worldwide. Can't be wrong if it's millions. This raises a question of why so many people embrace such an outlandish idea. One explanation could be extreme cognitive dissonance as individuals can find it difficult to accept the inherent flaws and evils of humanity, instead attributing them to an external reptilian influence blah blah blah, load of f***ing bollocks the lizard are here and they want to shock your grand Jordan, they want to do us all they want to spread their lizardy seed My grand's dead so I mean I don't think she'd mind at this point. Okay, well you know I don't... Where, where's your wife right now? Can you, can you hear any lizardy groans coming from downstairs? Potentially, yeah. <laughs> God, I thought it was just my wife. <laughs> I was just saying that so I could get a bit of reassurance. You and I have to start our own little breakaway civilization and just fucking take these lizards down. That's it, yeah. Or join them and shock them and all. <laughs> I'm up for the latter. What about you? I was going to ask you, how do you propose to take them down? Uh, what I meant was me go down on them. Uh, okay, yeah, I figured. <laughs> might, might as well do what you do best or, or <laughs> semi well. Don't mention semis, mate. <laughs> So, proponents of this theory reference depictions of reptilian gods and goddesses in ancient religious arts as evidence of reptilian beings past rule over humans, proving that it ain't just recent times that reptilians have been messing about with our lives. Mm. In ancient Sumerian texts, particularly in the Epic of Gilgamesh, dating back to 2100 BC, and the Enuma Eilish, written in the 12th century BCE, have been subject to interpretations by proponents of the reptilian elite theory. These interpretations draw upon the symbolism and metaphorical descriptions found within these texts. Okay. So, in the Epic of Gilgamesh, it is an ancient Mesopotamian poem. It recounts the adventures of the legendary hero Gilgamesh. In some interpretations, it suggested that in certain passages contained veiled references to reptilian beings, as in the Hambaba, 
the monstrous creature that Gilgamesh and his companion encounter in their quest has been described as having reptilian characteristics, and in the Enuma Eilish, known as the Babylonian creation myth, describes the rise of the gods and the formation of the world, while it includes gods associated with various elements, the reptilian elite theory gang focus on one goddess, Tiamat, a primordial goddess who takes the form of a monstrous sea serpent or dragon, and some argue that Tiamat represents a reptilian deity. However, scholars typically view Tiamat as a symbolic representation of chaos and the primordial forces of nature, not as a literal reptilian ruler blah 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 of load nonsense. Okay, yeah, perfect sense. Egyptian hieroglyphics and carvings, some argue that these are result of reptilian influence. One notable example, often cited by theorists, is the god Sobek, who is depicted with the head of a crocodile, or as a human with a crocodile head. Ah, okay. I have seen those memes... Which? (laughs) ...where a human body has a crocodile's head. Yeah. And it lists a load of activities that they would really struggle with if that was actually true. Oh, right, I've never seen anything like that. Have you not seen them? I have not. Hang on. So this one where it's struggling to, to play a trumpet because its arms won't reach. Oh, right. Because <laughs> its crocodile mouth is so far forward. <laughs> it struggles to take a selfie, even with the long selfie stick. You just see its nostrils. You'll have to send me these. It can't go up ladders because its, it's head keeps getting stuck between the slats. <laughs> Yeah, so there's plenty of them. Brilliant. You'll have to send me a few. So, I mean, I take it all back. It's definitely true. Of course. Definitely. Now now you're on board. All it took was a couple of cartoons. I must remember to sit you in front of CBBs more often. Okay, so let's jump back to recent times, because Ike was not the only guy on this crazy train. A woman named Sherry Schreiner was an American lady who gained prominence through her online presence and writings. She operated a website, authored books, and hosted an online radio show where she shared her beliefs and theories. While she covered a range of conspiracy topics, as Ike did, she was particularly known for her promotion of, you guessed it, the reptilian elite theory. Never heard of it. Have you not? Not once? No, never come across that before. You'll know when you're bent over getting railed by a 15-foot crocodile head. <laughs> oh, by just the head. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> He's going to struggle to unzip his pants because he can't can't see past his big long <laughs> That is so true. Exactly. <laughs> Shriner actually claimed to have personal contact with extraterrestrial beings who she referred to as reptilians or reptoids. And according to her, these reptilian entities were doing, as we said before, infiltrating Earth, manipulating humanity for their own sinister purposes. She also believes that they held positions in power of governments, religious institutions, and influential organizations, exerting their control over humanity human affairs. Shriner actually claimed that one in four people are real, the rest are reptilians. Okay, wow. So this means your family, your friends, Jordan here, dear listener, all reptilians. Question. Go for it. The three in four that apparently are reptilians, Yep. do they know? I guess so. I guess it'd be a pretty pointless fight if they didn't. So, does that mean one of us is lying? No, because we, we've uh, we've vetted each other. It was those late nights, wasn't it? It was, all that kissing. <laughs> I didn't feel any, like, split tongue or anything like that, so I'm, I'm pretty sure pretty sure you're clean. Okay. Before we go down that route, I am inclined to believe that this woman was just batshit crazy, because it came to light later that she was actually a cult leader, and she was named in the events that unfortunately led to a few people's deaths. Okay. So she crazy 
Yeah, sounds it. So just to quickly wrap up, there are many that believe this conspiracy to be just another way of looking at a fair few conspiracies that run rampant among the theorists, whether it be the reptilians, the New World Order, Illuminati or whatever. They all share crazy nuances or similarities. I must say, this is not a theory I can get behind. There are a few reasons for that, but first, Jordan, what do you think? Still, I'm sticking to my guns from before. I can't get behind it. Just for some reason, it doesn't sit well with me. I don't know why. No, no, I mean, nothing's crazy anymore, is it really? I mean, apparently we have aliens, we have crafts, we have back-engineered technology, so who's to say this isn't true? No one can really be 100% sure. I suppose, but I can believe aliens and I can believe UFOs. That seems like a tangible potential thing, whereas shape-shifting people into lizards just seems batshit stupid. Well, nothing's crazy anymore these days, my pal. That certainly is. I have just one question that I mentioned at the end there. It's like, if they've been doing this since ancient times... Why hasn't it worked yet? Why aren't they controlling us all? And why is it literally taking thousands and thousands of years if we're all so dumb and subservient? Like, what is their end goal? Yeah. Like, what, why aren't we all sat in front of, like, a TV just being mindlessly controlled 24-7? Like, why do we have our own free thoughts? Who's to say that these reptilians, lizard people, are so elite? What What's so good about them? Well, they have their power to hide themselves from us and do what they want and control the world events to how they want them to go, apparently. Yeah, but how? By being put into positions of power that can have the, the, the power to do these sorts of things. So like religion, government, Mark Zuckerberg, billionaires, that kind of stuff. So they have the power to sway the world how they want it to go. But what is it about them being reptilian that allows for that to happen? It's not the fact that the reptilian allows them to do that. It's just they are reptilians and that's what they're doing. Right, okay. So it's not as if being reptilian allows them some sort of big power. No, no. That, that's just what they are. It's almost like it's coincidental that's just their race as it were. Yes. Got you. Okay. No more questions. Well, I think uh, we've made believers out of both of us here. Well, (laughs) I don't know what to believe anymore, to be honest. (laughs) Very true. But Jordan, my wife wants to come to bed, so tell me some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that sentence before. Right. Okay. (laughs) Not with me. Don't get me wrong. She she don't want me here. She wants me out. (laughs) Okay. I I thought I had to sort of like write you some interesting chat up line or something. My wife wants to come to bed and I want to woo her. I've tried them all. None of them work. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Would you like to hear about when restaurants leave hilarious replies to bad reviews? I would love nothing less right now. Yeah, probably me too, actually, and most listeners. I meant to say more, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Freudian slip. (laughs) The tiredness has kicked in. (laughs) So in a world of local takeaways, a negative review can spiral their reputation into disaster. In today's digital age, where people freely share their opinions online, the influx of reviews, both positive and negative, is reaching unprecedented heights. Okay. While some customers authentically express their discontent through negative reviews, others have ulterior motives. And consequently, owners are becoming increasingly invested in how they tackle such adverse feedback. Mm. Their comment counter-attacks and witty responses have reached an entirely new level of creativity. Beautiful. And here's some examples. The customer says, and by the way, I'm going to read this exactly as it's written. Perfect. <laughs> so, if I sound like I can't string a sentence together, that's not me. Oh uh, yeah, good cover-up. Just a little disclaimer. Absolutely. <laughs> customer, food doesn't have taste and it wasn't enjoyable. Service was good. I asked hot food. It was hot, but no taste. The reply. 
please get a COVID test. <laughs> Fair enough. <yeah. laughs> I can only imagine that was written during the height of lockdown. Yes, must have been. <laughs> and speaking of the big C, customer writes, happy with my takeaway. I telephoned and collected. Tasty food and not a bad price. Friendly and COVID safe service. Five stars. Very nice. Yeah. That sounds lovely. It does, doesn't it? What could come from that? The reply, it's not COVID safe. Three of our people have COVID. Oh, God. <laughs> what you want to hear you're sat there looking at your kebab it's like shaking like <gasps> doing a covid test on it or something yeah yeah swabbing it what are you doing kevin <laughs> swabbing me meat mum oh shit there's two lines <laughs> continue eating so yeah i'm hungry anyway it's fine yeah <laughs> so a question for you actually what would you say is the number one reason for a bad takeaway review uh, probably late, lateness. Yeah, delivery time and food being late, so it is quite a big one. Mm-hmm. In fact, on that note, there's one here that says, very disappointed, incredibly late, over two and a half hours late, despite recording food as delivered on Just Eat after one hour, and the food was bland, lukewarm and inedible. Yeah. Who would ever order there again? And then the reply was... Wigan Centre Road Work gave us bloody headache. Sorry. We'll increase delivery fee to 2k because need to hire a helicopter to drop food down your roof. You'd better don't miss it. <laughs> Fair point, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Best way to do it. What can you do if you've got roadworks? Exactly. Uh, another one. Customer says, we waited over an hour for our food when I rang the store and they said that we would need an extra £3.50 to pay for the driver. I don't know who I spoke to, but they were not very polite and were heard swearing in the background. We'll not be ordering from here again. Tut, tut. Yeah, so the reply was, it was me who you spoke to and I wasn't rude. There was no swearing at all because in my shop we do not swear at all. Wacker. <laughs> <laughs> All these people are just going to be getting themselves so much more business from this. Exactly, exactly. I think I'd be inclined to order from them as well. Yeah, yeah. Another bad review from a local chippy. The customer says, Sad to see a chippy like this. Not enough customers to have food ready. Steak and kidney pie. Without the kidney, if that's okay. Cheeseburger was good. Chips okay. But not somewhere to go to unless you really have to. Okay, fair enough. Okay, first of all, these pies come frozen, so you can't just pick the food out. (laughs) I think that was the takeaway kind of saying that. So they've asked, can I have a steak and kidney pie, please? And they've said, yeah, but it's without the kidney, if that's okay. Okay, all right, fair enough. That's how I've kind of interpreted that. But anyway, the reply was, Jason, you are a twat. (laughs) (laughs) If our very nice book of pies that are done to order are not good enough for you, then f*** off (laughs) to another place, okay? A place like my fish and chip shop does not have food sat waiting around for twats like you. We all do our own food fresh to order, including the pies. I think that only goes to prove that you just can't keep everyone happy. So there are people who want it done and ready for you, but there are people who want it fresh. So You can't please everyone, so no point trying. Exactly. But I can please everyone, because I am a pro. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? I practice on lizards. Okay. Yeah, you are banned from most zoos. <laughs> Ian, get out of the iguana enclosure. Oh, he's jumped over again. He's done it again. Oh, God, he's got a gecko in his mouth. <laughs> and that was only when you were on those school trips, let alone recently. <laughs> Put the chameleon down. <laughs> 
I'll do a few more that are from a Chinese takeaway. Okay. And they are my favourite because they just do not mince words. And uh, I am going to try and read them exactly as they're written for pure comedy gold. Okay. Customer says, Want to know what bird that was because it's massive. No chickens are that big. Also, the skin was very, very thick. Chips were nice, though. So the reply is, Hi, Mike, we use his big chicken. What? Okay. (laughs) And what is this big chicken? (laughs) Because the guy was complaining that there's no bird that that's big. <laughs> and the guy's just like, we use his big chicken. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna pull one of your lines from a, a previous episode, Jordan. Right. It could be turkey. It could be, but I guess if it's listed as chicken, it should be chicken. Very true, yeah. Just put poultry. Yes, but uh, bird. Bird curry. <laughs> oh, that, why does that sound worse? <laughs> Like chicken curry. Yeah, that sounds great, but bird curry. It's kind of, it kind of sounds like an um, imitation. It does, doesn't it? Can't use the real word, so it's just like, hey, try my bird curry. <laughs> that sounds so awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do tell me, by the way, you have a thing about ducks, don't you? Do, yeah. I can't eat duck at all. And you haven't tried it, have you, either? I have not, no. There, there are other things that I can't eat as well, things like deer and rabbit. I have a good reason for this, and that's because I grew up knowing that they were animals before they were food. Right, okay. So, like, I, I grew up eating things like pork, beef, sausages, you know, just general sort of food items. Chicken? Yeah, yeah, chicken. So I knew they were food, and then later I was like, oh, so that's where that comes from. They're actually animals. But then because I grew up, like, sort of being like, oh, look at the little fluffy bunny, and oh, look at Bambi and the wild deers, and look, oh, look at the ducks and the ponds, you know. It's like naming your animal before you eat it. Like, you get to know it first yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, that's my reason I can't eat ducks. Would you ever consider it? The thought of it just makes me feel a bit sick. I mean, there's there's nothing physically wrong with it. Like, I could put it in my mouth and eat it, but it's like, I'm like, it just makes me want to like, you know, makes me feel yeah. a bit. What if it was a blind taste test? I was like, I've just made this meal. Can you tell me what you think? Uh, I'd say, what is it, Jordan? And you'd go, it's birds. <laughs> it's bird curry. <laughs> I'd be like, that's a no from me. Scrape into the bin. <laughs> I mean, it could be ostrich or anything, couldn't it, really? Can't eat ostrich. I mean, a lot of people, you know, they eat things like... um... Frogs. Oh, no, God, no. Couldn't eat frog. That's just weird anyway. Have you seen when people have freshly killed frogs Mm -hmm. ready for cooking? And uh, before they cook it and they put the salt on and everything twitches. Yes, yeah, that's just too freaky. That is really weird. You know, when I used to live in Germany, there was a meat that they would do that was made from horse and it was called frikadellen. Okay, sounds nice. Well, you know, you can eat that if you want. But when we moved back to England, my dad bought some frikadellen from like Lidl or Aldi or something like that. But because we can't sell horse meat in England, they were just burgers that were like flavoured and seasoned to taste like that meat. Oh, right. Okay. But my dad told me that they were made from horse meat originally. And because I was young at the time, I just automatically thought they are horse meat. So when I was eating them, I was like almost throwing up as I was eating it. Even though it didn't really contain it. Even though it didn't have it yet, I was under the impression that it was horse. And I was like, like eating it, like, like loving oh, dear. it. Like, oh yeah, this is great. But no, yeah, it was um, made me want to throw up. But uh, yeah, so I can't eat animals that I knew were animals before food. So in other words, it's mind over matter, isn't it? Yeah, I get it, Jordan. I'm f- 
laptop, all right? Move on. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. But speaking of ducks, here's another review. It was good until broke my tooth on a bone in the duck. Fair enough. So the reply was, oh, sorry, the ducks are boneless 99.99% of the time. So, so sorry that you met the 0.001%. <laughs> I will go and buy Euro Million Lottery if I were you. Ducks have bones just to prove our meat are not processed. <laughs> Like the desert miss the rains. <laughs> and I thought... <laughs> like, yeah, you heard that right. The owner actually quoted lyrics from everything but the girl. Did they accidentally forget they were doing a reply and think they were typing their favourite song into Google or something like that? <laughs> Maybe they oh, were... <laughs> who, who sang that song? Well, I'll have a little search on Google. It's like, oh, shit, I was doing a review. Yeah, clicks enter. <laughs> oh, bollocks! I was halfway through a job. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't have any idea why he said that, but he did. Another one says, Worst duck ever. The reply. Worst people get worst duck. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine it. Fair enough, that's fine. Yeah. I would I would say that if somebody said that to me, I'd just be like, yeah, fair enough. That's a, that's a great comeback. <laughs> right, I'll leave you with one last one. Okie doke. The customer says, After a 90 minutes wait, we get a cold curry with chicken that tasted like rubber. Blech. The reply. You lie. Is that it? <laughs> Literally it. <laughs> I bet they were sat at home like, shit, yeah, you're right, I do. <laughs> Better retract my review. That's not... Half of these aren't really reviews, are they? They're just complaining. I mean, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Most people are going to review something for a negative effect. Yeah, yeah. No one's ever going to put, like, a decent comment. Like, everyone will only ever want to get in touch if something is shit. Yeah, exactly. You only ever complain. Like my wife. <laughs> yeah. She she only ever talks to me when she's sick of me. That's counterproductive, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, she, you know, things are going great. She's out, she's out the door. Then the second she comes in, she's like, this place is a fucking shit hole. I left you alone for half an hour. You could have hoovered. And instead, you've been sat here on your knees with that fucking lizard. <laughs> with a gob for her. Sorry, wife. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, just before we call things, I do have one last one, and, and it happens to be my favourite. Okie doke, go on. Great pie, every time is a very good filling. So the reply was, that what she said. <laughs> I knew that was coming, you know. <laughs> so there you go. Some of the replies of the worst reviews of local takeaways. Delightful. Fantastic. Thank you very much for regaling us with that, Jordan. You're very welcome, Ian. <laughs> And thank you very much to you at home for tuning in to today's episode of Two Guys What's Up. If you would like to get in touch, have an idea you'd like us to research, have something read out on a future episode, or even if you just want to say hi, you can find all the links to our socials and where you can reach us at twoguyswhatsup.com, which will be linked in the description of this episode for your clicking pleasure. Don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen to us so you don't miss another episode, and maybe even tell a friend. Take your friend to a pet shop, go to the lizard section, and blast two guys what's up at them while screaming, We're on to you, lizard bastards! <laughs> I don't endorse if you do do that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, probably don't. But do. But don't. And don't forget, we now have a Patreon where you can find all sorts of two guys what's up bonus stuff. That's right, I said all sorts, because at the moment we have badges on there, and we now have introducing... Available Where with our creepy faces on them for you to parade around in front of all your friends so you can laugh at us from afar. Both of those things are available at the moment on the Patreon, all starting from just £3. 
And if you have subscribed to the £3 badge tier, then that also comes with a shout-out, which is what we're going to do right now, because we have a new Patreon patron, gentlemen, one of our newly acquired guys. Thank you so much to Daniel Ford. Yes, thank you very much, Dan. Thank you for your support. Very delightful. Your badge is in the mail. And can I just mention, Daniel Ford, we mentioned him previously in an earlier episode because he recently released his book. Yes. Which is now at Waterstones called Reality Check. Brilliant. I might have a little look into that and see if I can buy it and get some content out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. <laughs> Tell some cool stories. Hopefully he won't sue me. I'll just ply him with badges. I'll give him like a hundred badges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for your support, Dan. Greatly appreciated. Absolutely. We love you. We do. Enjoy your badge. So don't forget, if you like what we do and you'd like to help support us, you can go and do that over at patreon.com forward slash two guys what's up. But if you can't, or you just don't want to, but you still like to help us out, then a five star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app would go along way to help us out and we would be eternally grateful that we will but on that note thank you very much for listening guys and we will see you next monday what is going on to have we have we swapped places possibly i was like hey man yeah reptilians they're well creepy and you're like yeah reptilian dick (laughs) (laughs) to be fair i think i'm the one that said that twice so far